ready, Jerry? I'm ready. Just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, wintertime, money grind. Yeah, I got the ring. I'm the champ. I'm the genie of the lamp. smoke that joint. Man, I keep wanting to say waiver wire wake and bake. We've been saying it for so many weeks. <coughs> but we got the wave the wake and bake season in review. We got a couple positions to cover. And uh yeah, after this week, we're just gonna be back to normal wake and bake action. Who knows where you're gonna be talking about football? I mean shit. Waking and baking. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's how we gotta do. Let's see. I'm, I'm already on to the munchies. Stage of the winter. <laughs> 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 Minnesota Marty in the house. What up, bro? What up, Minnesota Marty? Yeah, I was up. Uh, I'll, man, I've been up since four thirty. I get it. Antonio in the house. What up? Birthday to him. Yeah, and uh, yeah, stranger in the house. He's at who day? Yeah, let's get it. What's up, stranger? And he said, uh, for my next bowl, the Paradise Circus. I like it. I like it. And Martin, oh, man. Marco, I mean. He said, uh, Gutentag Osder Zekumpt. Oh, man. And there's more. Main Lieben Frundi. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> he said, you just actually said, I am the village queen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If my, I don't know if my translation is off, but yeah. I'm doggy in the house. What up? And stranger said, "I'll be talking Bengals. I'm sure we will have some football time going either way." But you know what I mean. You know what I mean. All right. Let's see. Oh, and uh, I chopped up a little clip. Of uh, the Ricky show, so let, let me make you guys watch that right now. It was super fucking, uh, super fun little ninety second clip here. If you guys haven't uh, watched the uh, the video that I dropped of just Ricky Williams when he came, we cut out all the other stuff, you know, on there. Um, let me put the link in the chat here because we should have way more, uh, way more uh, clicks than what we have right now. 
<laughs> Marco said, you just said I haven't watched in five weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I was close. <laughs> Man, Marco's a savage. He's like, uh, uh, I, I know it's German that we're talking about, but on all that, I know you guys remember that show where Keenan Thompson, he had the, uh, it was like something French with uh, Pierre Escargot or something. Yeah. Always said like, oh, wee wee. <laughs> always said stupid shit. <laughs> he would be, wouldn't he be like in a bathtub? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in, in a bathtub with the fucking uh, one of those rain, like uh, little rain hats. You know what's crazy? He's like, I wonder how much Nickelodeon was paying them. Like, 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 look, kid. Quit school, okay? Had to be, had to be whatever the minimums were. Well, no, see, back then, like, well, I mean, I'm sure it's the same way now. But you had the on, uh, you had the on-site like teachers or whatever. So they had to do a certain amount of school per week. Still, you, you know how that went, school. right? Boom, you pass. <laughs> I mean, shit. What's different than that? You know, compared to like some star sports players or something. Exactly. Same shit. And uh okay, and he said, No, I'm kidding. You said good day from the future, my dear friends. I like it. I like it. <laughs> he said, <laughs> he said, I'll wipe my ass with Brillo pad and smack you with it. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> and Marty said, German or put another shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> <laughs> That's Australian, clearly. Yeah, I know. And he's like, let's not. Or that that she said it right. Let's not. Yeah. Then he gets his head caught. Austrian. <laughs> Austria. <laughs> yeah, <there you> go. <laughs> Good day, mate. <laughs> hey, that, that's just funny. Though. He pulls up like he's the guy, though. Yeah, jumps into jumps the, in the back. <laughs> <laughs> My driver's a little lost. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't lying. <laughs> No. Nope. All right. So check this out. Here goes the uh, here here goes the Ricky clip that, that that we chopped from the show. Ricky Williams is in the house. Four twenty crew. Let's show some love. Hey, what up, Ricky? I'm great. What's going on? What's the reaction out there now that weed's like completely legal out there? You remember that scene in Half Baked where he goes in and he realizes like. All the weed that's there, and he's like, "Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's, it's like that. It's kind of like it feels kind of like that. That's what I'm most excited about of the future of cannabis is, you know, it was such a small group of us for a long time, and as that group yeah. gets larger and larger, you get more diversity, you know, more yeah. more different opinions, different perspectives. At the end of the day, though, it's real because I tell people, you know." Cannabis did way more for me than football did. And, you know, there's more cannabis fans in the world than there are American football fans. Who's your favorite to win, Ricky? The Super Bowl? To go yeah. all the way? I really like the Bengals. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. In playoff football, you know, you got time to prepare and you got all this game film. And if you don't have, like, dogs, I don't mean one. You can't do it with just one one-star player. You got to have dogs. You know? Yeah. And I just think KC defense looks good. They got Mahomes, but I don't see on offense. They don't have dogs. Like the game they lost to, to the to Tom Brady and the Bucks. You can see he, Mahomes played his ass off. Played his ass off, but it wasn't enough. Man, so that was super cool because I mean we did that two weeks ago at this point. And who are the two final teams in the AFC? So I mean, we're already talking about the Bengals and the Chiefs. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? And Ricky was okay. He was one of the influences on why we took the Bengals money line. I mean, amongst like the Bills looking like shit versus Miami the week before. But yeah, man, we know that Ricky knows his shit. I mean, I'm, the first thing I said too was like, listen, bro, he's led by a Sagittarius. You know yeah. What I mean? <laughs> and damn it, I had that in there initially, but fuck, for the 90 seconds, I had to cut that one out. No, it's all good. You know what I mean? <laughs> Because <laughs> Ricky, like, Ricky it's, loves it's that so much. true. <laughs> <laughs> totally. And <laughs> he took his shot. I mean, for sure. Like Josh Allen wasn't taking too many shots, you know, down the field. Um, What's Josh Allen? He's a, he's a summer baby. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Because I know I have it. I just don't have the shit pulled up here. He is May 21st. What's that? Yeah. So he's a Gemini. He's okay. like right on the cusp. Yeah. Of, uh, of Taurus Gemini. Mm. And Niner said that was a great interview. Appreciate you, homie. What the hell? What do you have on there for your profile picture? It looks like fucking Kittle getting smacked in the face with the ball. <laughs> what is that? What, what, was that? what was that game from? It does look like it looks like a it's a punt or like a ball just like that Kittle just completely whiffed on. And it's like hitting him right in the face mask. <laughs> I mean, there was a, a, a game in New Orleans where he – Jimmy hit him right in the face, man. Boom, and he just catches it, and he just, ah. Yeah. But that wasn't it. That's not Yeah. It. And Marco said, uh, you guys already know what you're going to eat for the Super Bowl day. So I always try to get my, uh, I always try to get my girl to make um, the buffalo chicken dip. Because that shit is mm. fire. I'll just eat, like, a whole thing of, like, just that. What do you, what do you eat it with just, what, what kind of chips? Just regular tortilla chips or? Uh, yeah, I like the uh, what are what are those? Um, what are the Scoop. one? Uh, the the scoops? The was that Tostitos? I can't remember what the fuck. Yeah, you okay? Look at look at this. check this out, bro. I, I like Fritos. Okay, right? like the chili cheese Fritos are the shit, bro. Yeah. They had chili. They had um, Fritos scoops. I saw that, and like I can never find them anymore because I like to make chili during the Super Bowl, and um, I pref- like I just prefer. Those because they have the dexterity. Is my saying that right? Dexterity. Uh, if you're not, your version's better. Where you know, because listen, I'm a big fan of the scoops from Tostitos. Yeah. Right. Because they're just clean. You know, they they taste good. But like, I, I mean, I, you can't really get in there good with it. You know what I mean? Well, because they're so fucking. They're, they're still yeah, shit breaking. It's the breaking. Yeah. You yeah. almost got to stack two or three of them. Yeah. And then do one of those. Throw it in the chat. What what's your guys' go to uh Super Bowl Super Bowl food? Because I mean I course, gotta have some wings. I mean Antonio said it wings and beer. I mean, you gotta have that combination of both. I mean, uh see, I'm I, I'm that motherfucker where like I'm running late, right? So yeah, I, get you're there, I, like, I just I want yeah. pizza. <laughs> you know what I mean? On Super Bowl when it's like the busiest day to order a pizza, probably. I mean, if you I'm here, the pizza will show up. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Right? Oh, you can't, you know what I mean? I mean, and that's where usually I'm cooking something then. If it's, you know, granted, I haven't hosted like a real Super Bowl shindig in, in a few years now, bro. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say at, least, at least since before COVID, right? I don't. Yeah, I mean, well, that, no, you wouldn't be the guy to have a that shindig. 2020, I mean, we, we I mean, uh, 
it was at my girl's mom's crib, but uh, yeah, it was a fatty party for the, the 49ers Chiefs. Damn, how crazy yeah. is that? The strategicness of COVID because it didn't come during the football season back then. It came like what one month after, not even a month after. I mean, no, it, was, it was out here. It was out here in December. Yeah, I know. I mean, we're hearing about it in December, January, and like. Well, well I'm saying like in the Bay Area, there was already like reported cases. And what's crazy is if you remember that year, there was a whole November where like the Patriots were all sick. You know what I mean? Like whole entire position. I mean, you might remember this, that different position groups had to fly out. Like they had entirely different planes for position groups. That was in 20, that was in 2019. So it's still Brady there. Okay. Yeah, and that motherfucker. I mean, it could. It was always extreme flu symptoms, and it could. That, was, it, that was back when I still had a real job. So, man, I think that shit was just taking up too much of my time back then because I don't remember this. Yeah, and like they didn't miss any games, but it was like you know they were keeping all like like you know put Tom Brady in the bubble wrap. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was like <laughs> serious fucking highly contagious flu. And then looking back, probably could have been COVID. You know what I mean? Probably was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-oh, Niner said pigs in a goddamn blanket. <laughs> hey, listen. Go wrong. have that go wrong. any day. <laughs> hey, no, listen, if you – I could make it a Super Bowl right now. So do you uh, do you dip those in anything? I mean, I don't know. because yeah, I, okay, I, I, I like it with the cheese if we got, like, the nacho cheese around. Well, like, when I think of pigs in a blanket, I'm thinking the sausage wrapped in pancake. Oh, okay. I, I'm thinking the dog wrapped in... Uh... I'm not mad at that, because then, you know, your traditional, you know, mustard mayo or cheese dip. Yeah, I'm yeah. good with that. But, like, and I'd rather prefer, like, the pretzel ones. Yeah. Than the, you know what I mean? But, right. like, the pigs in a blanket, though, bruh, I'll, I'll, I'll fry those up. You know, they get the box at Costco. Uh-huh. It's the same brand that makes, like, those chili cheese corn dog ones. Right. Yeah, that brand's bomb. I can't even remember it now. But anyways... Fucking, I fry them up in butter, bro. You know what I mean? And you dip that bitch in syrup. Mm. <laughs> I never became a fan of that till I was older, too. Because I remember pigs in a blanket day at, you know, school lunch. And I'd be like, oh, that's the day I'm skipping. You know what I mean? Because, <laughs> like, you know, they would bring it out and, like, the pancake would be, like, soaked in, like, sausage grease. So, you know what I mean? Like, that's uh-huh. just, it just... I never liked it as a kid, like. Yeah. But yeah, but now, like, you know what I mean? Shit, I go to IHOP and fuck all of it up simultaneously, like <laughs> pancakes with the sausage. I used to, I used to, I used to eat it in sections. <laughs> and I'd go savory first. You know what I mean? Then I'd have, treat the pancakes like a dessert. But see, all those years, I was sadly mistaken. The pancake is part of the whole meal. You know what I mean? Yeah, and see, Niner, that's what I thought. The crescent rolls with the mini hot dogs. Yeah, because I mean, because we're talking Super Bowl food, so I assume not breakfast. Yeah, the little I'm mini joints. You feel yeah. me? I'm with it. Love, love those little, uh, the little um, smoky links. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And Stranger said, if you watch Kittle's facial expression in slow mo on the bobble catch, uh, watch it if you haven't. Said, it's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, it's the face of concentration. <laughs> He's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only one moving in slow-mo. Everything else going on. <laughs> Everyone else moving in regular speed. He's so fast that he's moving slow. <laughs> Antonio mm-hmm. said jalapeno poppers. I like it. Ooh. I like it. Okay. 
Are we talking like the deep fried joints that are breaded? Are we talking about, because first of all, I'm a fan of either way, but the other ones where it's like you hollow out the, the jalapeno and you put like cream cheese and you bake and wrap that son of a bitch Ooh. and you bake it to, to crispy goodness. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Which one's Antonio? I mean, see, and even like, uh, I, I, I mean, the bacon wrapped asparagus, like that's something like, man, I mean, but I have some greens mixed in. I, you know, sometimes I get a little fancy, you know what I mean? <laughs> Give me the bacon, the, ba- uh, the prosciutto wrap, the <laughs> wrap, asparagus, you know what I mean? Bougie. Man, it's so funny. Uh, Cause um, I'm, I'm watching uh, the Wayne's brothers. It's been on in the background, like the whole time. Anytime Marlon comes into in contact with anybody bougie, excuse me, sir, do you have to have any gray poupon? <laughs> <laughs> I heard when he would do like stuff like that was like improv. Yeah, you know what I mean. Probably right. I mean, I wonder if his stand-up's any good. I respect them because like all his brothers and them came from stand-up. He kind of grew up in show business, went the other way. You know what I mean? Yeah, not kinda. He did fucking grow up in show biz, like more than any of them other. More than any of them did, for sure. Ah, bogey in the Matrix. And Niner said, no matter what is out there, a plate of hot, fresh bacon <laughs> will be consumed first. Hell yeah. Marco said, we're going to have uh, spare ribs. A friend of mine has some huge barbecue and oh, has a huge barbecue and wants to do spare ribs. Nice. Mmm, <laughs> bacon. <laughs> Marco, spinach artichoke uh, artichoke dip is pretty good. Yeah, for sure. My girl introduced me that when I visited her in the States uh, this year. For sure, man. If you get some good artichoke dip, it's like, man, you can just just shovel it in your mouth. (laughs) And uh, Marco said, instead of jalapenos, but try, uh, what is this? Jalakia? What is that? Antonio just came back from the Matrix. My stream froze. I like it. I like it. You back. You back. All right. It's funny because I can't tell Bogey's still in the Matrix. It like it went in, went out, and then like now he's just gone. <laughs> now it's just gone. Oh, and that video that I showed earlier, make sure you guys uh, go check that out. It is on uh it is on Instagram. Go give it a like, go share it on your story. Uh we gotta get more people watching that shit, man. Fire. And don't forget. It's also in podcast form. If you go to hustlerpod.com, go do that right now, guys. Hustlerpod.com. Go show some love over there. Go hit the downloads and all that. Yeah, hustlerpod.com. And then while you're at it, go over to ssbpod.com. We're going to have more silver screen breakdown episodes going down. And uh, the next one is happening this Friday. We are going to be talking about one of the all-time classics, Grandma's Boy. Oh, yeah. yeah. You guys better be ready. So I know big. Nelson's stoked about this one. <laughs> I like it. Because the movie he's never seen before, too. So, like, that's what's funny is we're going to get to kind of vicariously live through him on what it's like to see Grandma's Boy, like, as an adult. Because, <laughs> I mean, I guess I was an adult when it came out, but it came out in, like, 05 or 06. So, I'm, like, 19 or 20, you know, just way different than being in your 30s, 40s. I definitely was uh I definitely was like like uh, a third degree black belt in stonerisms at the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was and there hadn't been a good stoner movie in a minute at that point. <laughs> it's funny because like the first time I saw that, 
I wasn't that much of a fan, <coughs> but I don't think I was sitting through it like hella baked, like just watching it. I think it might have been on in the background or something. I was like, man, what the fuck? This shit's stupid. <laughs> and then get like super high and then like really watch it all the way through and pay attention. And uh, man, it, it's just it's so great. <laughs> I actually had I actually had the two homies that worked at Namco, so did like they really did shit like that, like video game testers. Yeah, I mean they weren't working on video games, like creating them at all, right? Yeah, but well, which none of those guys were technically either, except Alex, kind of in his spare time. Like, okay, you know what was cool was like, um. There, uh, there was a chick that worked there, and um, I mean, it was it was EA Sports, Namco. It was all these in one building. Yeah. And uh, so she would just come up on hella Maddens, bro. Tight. You know what I mean? Like the week it came out, and you know, yeah. and she would, and yeah, and I'd be like, listen, give me top, you know, I'll take them off your hands like ten a piece. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. Yeah, and we're just flipping them at the lab. You know, everybody wants Madden. Yeah. Oh yeah. I want to say this was like the 2005 or uh, was it? I think they were doing when this when they're doing the the uh, the, two, the the two Ks. Yeah, I mean two Ks been around literally since two 2000. You know, kicked. Yeah, in. so I remember the two Ks also. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like she used to get her hands on all the shit because you know they. I mean, they would get them shit there. You know what I mean? It's crazy how 2K, I mean, what well, they kind of still do everything, but like back then it wasn't like they hadn't found their craft in the basketball yet. Like they had it and it was dope, but like, you know, they had the football, the baseball, like all other types of shit too. But it was like when they really found out that basketball was the one, I'm glad they were the one. Out. Yeah. It became the Madden for basketball. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause that shit was way better than NBA live. That was the other one at the time. <laughs> was NBA Live. And I, I, I think I played it a couple times, but I, I was just way more on 2K. It was just so fucking realistic. Like, that was the thing that was nuts. Like, I mean, you almost played, like, like when I had that on the 360, when the 360 first came out. Like, we were legit playing, like, real games of basketball. <laughs> yeah, like, like I'm, not, I'm in foul trouble. Or I'm, I'm about to, you know, yeah. the last four minutes, like, it's just about to take 20 minutes for real. You know what I mean? really hitting people with the extra pass, you know, to get to like the wide open guy in the corner and they just drain the three and it's just, it's money. <laughs> I got hella good at that game. Like I, nobody could beat me for a minute. And then like online started coming out and I didn't have the best uh, fucking internet connection and all that. Oh, I hate that. And I just got pissed. <laughs> Cause I was good even online. I mean, but like that was one thing that really fucked me was the internet connection. Hey, you know, in Vegas, Every I don't know if they do it every year still, but it's called the Evo. So uh -huh. like for Evolution. Uh-huh. It's a big ass tournament for Street Fighter and like Mortal Kombat and like uh, Yeah. D D yeah, what what's that shit? Marvel vs. Capcom. That's is that the most like that's the one that people are on the most, right? Even though that's like a, a 30 year old game, people will still go to war on that shit. I mean, there's a, I remember when, I mean, this is years ago now, but we went to an arcade in LA just because my friend was addicted to that game. I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'll go along for the ride, man. They had like 20 of those consoles just in the arcade. Yeah. Like, I mean, motherfuckers going crazy on it. Wait a second. Wait a second. Because they also, when they came out with part three, right? So Marvel versus Capcom, then they had Marvel versus Capcom two. 
Uh-huh. And that one was like forever, bro. Like, yeah, it probably was the number two. I now that I'm thinking yeah. about and it. And then when they came out with part three, it was straight to console, like PS3R. Right. And like, yeah, I, so I never dabbled in that one. Okay. Because I was already like, I already had my life together. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, I never. Uh, <coughs> yeah, well, it was never the arcade video games for me. I mean, I remember going back in the day, but I was never like on it like that. Like it was, it was the consoles. What's crazy is that like, it's like playing at home. I was just better than all the homies, bro. You know what I mean? And, and, and yeah. uh, I had the arcade setup. and you know what I mean? We were playing on the console, but I had the sticks, you know what I mean? I'll just kill everybody, bro. And like, so like I would go, we would go to those tournaments. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like I want you know what I mean, and I would get rocked, bro. <laughs> I'm so good. These guys are like, you know what I mean, on like, it, like yeah, yeah. They, 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 you know, they came from like, like the shit was in San Jose. They came down from SAC. Yeah, they traveled hours to come whoop some ass. Yeah, like because they want to they making a little bit of money on the weekends. You know what I mean, yeah, for sure. Because yeah, all the uh, I mean, they had some purses in those uh, in those tourneys, right? Yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah. the far the farther you go, the bigger the purses get. So they had, um, I remember two different types of tournaments. So there was one where you're by yourself. Okay. You can't. So it's like, it was like $15 or $20, right? Okay. And they pay, um, I think they pay top five or whatever. Okay. And then the, the tournament starts at whatever in the morning, <laughs> you know, not say nine in the morning. So you, yeah. can't, you keep playing. You can't lose three times. So okay. if you lose a, you, three matches. You're done. You're limited. Yeah, you're done. Yeah. I mean, so that thing can go for a minute. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, it doesn't. I mean, some people are going to go exactly really quick. It doesn't. It, it doesn't quite. It can go for a minute if, if like, everybody's killing each other. You know what I mean? Right. Because then there will be, like, the two or three guys. They're just smacking through everybody. Dominating everybody. Top yeah. five. Yeah, and they might got one match lost by the time they got there. And, you know, you might play, like, you know, 15 matches, 20 matches maybe. You know what I mean? Man, so we used to tell uh, we used to tell Zach Chapokawaka, we used to tell him to go do the Madden tournaments because he's the reason why I stopped playing Madden. Like I just couldn't beat this motherfucker. Like he just got like way too good. And did you uh, guys play it where it was like five minute quarters and like if you're already getting smacked by the first half by like multiple scores, you just give up the sticks. I mean, shit. Yeah, I mean, if he was go, I mean, you get to twenty one zero skunk. Like, yeah, I mean, this. Yeah, not everybody's the Jags and the Chargers. I can really, no, no, no. <laughs> especially I, if it's like within man, like the first the, quarter. <laughs> when the motherfuckers would know how to like onside kick and do all kinds of stuff, like damn, this motherfucker's crazy. Yeah, how you do that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like, I, got, I got real good at blitz. I'm still good at it. People, uh, <laughs> that was one of the ones where uh, people still want to play me, but uh, they'll, they'll still come. Like um, my friend used to come over when I was in San Diego, still come over to get his ass whooped in blitz. You know, like <laughs> throw the blitz on. <laughs> it's blitz 2000. We're playing it in 2016. He's still pissed, remembering why he quit like a long ass time ago. <laughs> hey, fucking bro, Street Fighter was like. That's all we fucking ever did, bro. Yeah. Since we were kids, for real. Noble so Love Street Fighter. We got it on the. Uh, we got it on one of the emulators. See, like my favorite rendition is called Capcom versus SNK Part Two. Oh right? shit! 
So SNK was like the rival company. So they had like, you know, Fatal Fury and they had, um, uh, I don't remember this game at all. Fatal Fury. Well, just the, what you just said, the, uh, well, oh, SNK. Yeah. yeah. So, so like what's dope about this game is like, it had the CAP and then SNK. And they're all grooves. So okay. C groove, A groove, right? So it was like capping and SNK, right? Uh-huh. But like, say you pick the C groove, it was just like uh it was just like Street Fighter Alpha 3. You know oh, what I mean? Shit. Okay. So your so your gameplay and your 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 you know your your gauge, like you have a game, <laughs> right? Or you know what I mean, like where you you can get up to like three supers and you can throw a times one, or if you have two, you can throw a times two. Okay. Or you can throw a times three, right? Then then there's a, another one, the A groove, that's like Street Fighter Alpha 2. Okay. Where in Alpha 2, they had this thing where, like, if your bar was char- was all the way charged up, you could activate it. And yeah. Now, if I throw like a play faster and shit. Yeah, well, it's like, it's like every, I'm shadowed like eight times. So if I throw a punch, I'm like, da 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 da. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. And so it'd be like, hell of a combos and shit. Or that you could throw. You know, uh, uh, two separate charge one supers. You know what I mean? Okay. And then they had the P groove, which was like Street Fighter Three, where like you could parry things. <laughs> so like, say if I threw a fireball, if I tap forward right before it hits me, I absorb it. <sighs> you know what I mean? Okay. So like people that were really good, I could be hitting with like an eight hit combo, da, 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 and they're just catching everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Parrying everything, and I'm like, Ugh. see, and then. And then there's then the, those are all the Capcom grooves. Then there's the S and K grooves, right? And these ones were dope. You know what I'm saying? So I used the S groove. So the S groove, it was from um, it was from uh, uh, this game called King of Fighters. No, not King of Fighters. Um, uh, I think it was Fatal Fury. Either way, you in order to charge your bar, you have to hold down like the two fierce buttons. So okay. it'd be like, so like say like I'm like Ken Master, and be like, right? Like. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm charging it, and if people, their natural reaction is to try to attack me. Yeah. And then you have a dodge button. So the other, you, you press the two lows together, and it'll dodge. So like, Hoo! so it's like, if you throw a fireball or something, it'll just, Hoo! It'll just go right through me. Yeah. And like, I was so good at that shit, I would just stand in one spot, bro, and never move, and fools would just get got, bro. Like, <laughs> I was, and like, it was, bro, I fucking, I was so good. People hated you. S groupers, you know what I mean? <laughs> like they hated S groupers because it's like we're just, you know what I mean? They're the most difficult to, to fight. And then and then what's dope about S groove is like if you get beat up to a certain point, your life bar, if it gets low, it starts blinking. And when it's blinking, now I can do unlimited level one supers, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like, like, don't you don't want to beat me up, you know what I mean? Because now I'm just about to, I'm about to go to a whole barrage at you, unlimited, you know what I mean? And Marco said the same with uh, with the FIFA. Said it used to suck ass. PS5 was dope, and now it's the other way around. Yeah, or PES, PES. FIFA was dope. The World Cup. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Now, I mean, now you're saying it's not Marco. I mean, I haven't played it in a minute. I think the PS3 version was the one that like everybody was on for years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that PS3 version, and they or, or they, I think they came out with they, they came out with them yearly, but like. Yeah, bro, like, man, the homies would be on that shit. Like, I'd yeah. be in the studio, they'd be in the next room playing FIFA or and or Madden. 
Yeah. Like, like this is way after like Street Fighter for real. Cause I remember, I remember I even had a cabinet in one of my studios. Yeah. Ended up having to take it out at one point because it'd be like, man, he's fucking me up. Like, I just don't want to play Street Fighter all day. <laughs> Especially if someone's like, bro, what's up, dog? Ten dollars. Like, all right. Yeah. You know, you whack them up. Yeah. Take the other one. I, I, I'm tending you. All right, cool. All right, now I'm twenty. You double or nothing. And like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, hell yeah, let's go. I'll give people. I'll give fools fucking handicaps and shit. <laughs> oh, and then like seeing that game, the one I'm talking about, you could choose up to three fighters, right? Okay. And you have a ratio of four. So say I choose like Blanca, Cami, and like and Sakura, right? Okay. So it's like I'm gonna put Blanca as my times two. Then I'm gonna put the other my my two little broads. They're gonna be times ones. And then you could put them in order how you're gonna fight them. So say say um I'm, I'm starting my, my my times one against your times two, right? Uh -huh. Your times two. If if he kills my first one, my next player comes in. And then whatever your life bar was at, you, you stay there. You know what I mean? So I might run through everybody with my, with my, with, uh, like the hits will be like less because it's my times one ratio, but I uh -huh. might kick your ass. You know what I mean? <laughs> and like, you know, you'll be down in your last guy. I still got all my players. You know what I mean? And like Blanca was just like, no one can fuck with me, bro. I, I love using the non-throwers, like characters that don't throw any fireballs. So I'm, I'm coming at you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't remember this one, but Stranger says Street Fighter Champions was my favorite. Yeah, that was one. Um, so that's super. It's Super Street Fighter Two. Okay. Right. And um, and, and they made it, it was Turbo, which became standard okay. now. So they didn't call it Turbo anymore because it's at one point they came out with Street Fighter Turbo, and it was just Street the Fighter same game Turbo. but faster. Yeah. Right. And then like that just became the regular game speed. Because the old shits were just super slow, you know what I mean? Hey, well, but once you once you go to the turbo, it's like, yeah, yeah, you your, don't your go brain back. just wants to be on that. Mm -hmm. And like, um, the champ, yeah, the, the Super Street Fighter, uh, or the the Super Street Fighter Championship, and then they added like that's when they added new characters. Added Fei Long, who's like, you know, every video game has to have a Bruce Lee iteration. Yeah, for sure. So Fei Long was that, you know, whoa, you know what I mean? Just all that. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um. What was it? Oh, they added Cammy, which is like yeah. this, she was like this assassin chick worked yes. worked for him. Uh, worked for like the British intelligence or whatever. Uh, <laughs> Mi Mi or whatever. Fuck mm -hmm. Um. Oh, and then they added a Native American guy named T Hawk from yeah. New Mexico. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> he was what I call a three sixty character because like. To execute some of his moves, you had to do a 360 with the joystick. So it's like like how Zangief was. Uh-huh. Zangief, I used to fuck who's up with Zangief. Zangief's a bitch. <laughs> now I'm coming at you hella slow. <laughs> like, like, don't let me get my hands on you, bro. Oh, that shit was sick. Oh, I missed that shit. And you know, okay, like, yeah, Street Fighter 2 champions, third Street Fighter ever, he said, yeah. Okay, that's the one. That's the one I was talking about with the parry. So, uh -huh. yeah, okay. Because the third, the one I'm thinking, well, I don't know if it was the third Street Fighter. It was still Street Fighter 2. Because Street Fighter 3 was, like, totally different. Like, they changed the gameplay. You know what I'm saying? They um, Well, they came out with a bunch of different versions of Street Fighter 2, right? Yeah. Yeah, before yeah. they came out with number 3. Yeah, no, number weird. 3 came out. Number three came out, I was in junior high. 
And then, you know what I mean? It was like, I had a real hip hop feel. Like the beats in there were hella tight. And then like, they just, it was just totally different. Like, um, uh, what was it? Uh, oh, well look, and, and Marty did some more research for us. So he said, Miles Sanders posted a video of him on FaceTime with Damar. So he said, conspiracy debunked. I don't know. I mean, it's like, it's funny. Like people said Eminem. He's out Antonio. He's out Antonio. People said Eminem was a clone. Yeah. Dave Chappelle. Mariah, uh, Chappelle, Britney Mariah Carey. Gucci Mane. <laughs> Gucci Mane came out of the Pinta. And he was sober. And he stayed sober. So people were like. Coming in there all clear-eyed and shit. People are going to know something's up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, oh, Antonio said, uh, you saw that the Eagles fans stole the player's car. Yeah, what the fuck, man? Uh, <laughs> uh, Gardner Johnson, he got his car jacked. <laughs> hey, listen, man, I want to tell you something. I've seen when Philly fans go celebrating, it's some other shit. And I'm yeah. not talking about I'm not talking about motherfuckers from the hood. I'm talking about the white folks, man. Like, <laughs> they're wilding out. They're wilding, bro. Like, remember they won uh, they were on the way to the Super Bowl in Minnesota. They beat Minnesota. Uh-huh. And they remember they showed the duties outside and the cops on the on the horseback trying to like, you know, mosey everyone off. And this dude just goes up to the back of the thing, scoops up a bunch of the horse shit, starts eating it. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, I didn't see that. <laughs> I was like, bro, I can win. If, if my Niners win the Super Bowl, I'll tell you this much. I don't think it better be like a piece of chocolate that looks like a turd. Chocolate? This is doo doo, baby. <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you all that chocolate on your face, my <laughs> <laughs> man what the fuck dude like why i mean okay i understand like people i mean i i'm not saying i agree with it but i understand you know people so happy that you go pick up a brick and throw it through someone's car you know or throw it through a fucking like i understand i, I you know like i <laughs> i don't agree with it in a day and age where like people are gonna champion that guy that stole the car like, yeah imagine this he's like all right bruh He's, he's, he's on fucking, he's on Instagram. Like, I just stole Gardner Johnson's car, brother, bird gang. You know what I mean? He's a fan. He's a fan. I love you, Gardner Johnson. He's wearing his jersey. Oh, man. <coughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Jacking him for his fucking car right after their man, right after they move on. Yeah, it's more of a rite of passage of anything, right? It's for the fucking clout. He came outside. He's like, hey, yo, where's my car at? <laughs> and he's like, I don't know, man, but, bro, you see that bro that tagged you? <laughs> he's like, what bro that tagged me? Look, I, I see you. I got your wet blood. <laughs> I love you. I love you, CJ. Hey, man, we're going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm going in your car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what shit. the fuck? Like. Yeah, you got the American Ninja Warrior Philly fan who somehow fucking scales the uh who scales the street light. Uh yeah, man. I mean, it's, I mean it's that was a brother. I listen, bro, that was a brother just trying to work out. <laughs> he was just trying to get his calisthenics on, man. Hey man. 
<laughs> they're over here interrupting his his workout. Yeah, that shit's wild. Yeah, Philly. I've only I've only been once, and it wasn't even for that long. <laughs> but yeah, we already know. Like Philly, just they go a little bit harder than other people, and it's from years and years of like just sucking. Because <laughs> well, you know, all the, whenever they get down and out in Philly, they just hear they just hear that voice. Hey, when you get hit, <laughs> <laughs> it's not about how hard <laughs> you get hit. <laughs> it's about how hard you can get hit and then come back. <laughs> That's crazy because, like, man, how did Rocky? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, he might as well be as real as the Philadelphia Eagles or any of those fucking teams, like, out there, because, like. Man, that is Philly. That is Philly in a nutshell, right? Like you've literally just been getting getting your face beat in in every single sport for however long. <laughs> hey, who was that guy from Philly that got uh, the, the baseball player that got hella paid? Or uh, he left to go get paid by by the Padres. Uh, fuck. Because he was I'm like, right. screw this, I'm out. I'm gonna fuck out of here. I have no idea because the first person that I thought of was uh, Ryan Howard from back in the day. But uh, what? This yeah, is like from like you're talking year. like right now. Yeah, this is from like last year. It wasn't Kershaw. No, no, Kershaw's no. See, I don't know baseball, so I, I can't just pull. I can't. Oh, Juan, Juan Soto. There you go. Yeah. Screw like, this. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. <laughs> He's like, you know how many times we've been getting hit and we ain't came back, bro. Right? <laughs> <laughs> He's a slice full of shit. Fucking Padres, man. Like it. Man, they're, they're charging it up worse than the Chargers. Like, uh, man, and now they're paying all this money. Like, now, now they're dropping guap. You know, finally, it's like what I wanted to see forever. But it's still, like, barely comes into comparison with L.A. And they got no fucking pitching, man. I mean, who who are they in the division with? The Dodgers, the Giants? And the, the Rockies. So, it's really, so it's really just the, the Dodgers. Right. Like and then the other spurts. and the other teams will go in spurts, like like the Giants when they're like really hot. I mean, shit, what they win two fucking I mean, series in, 20, in three years or some shit. What was it in twenty twenty? Didn't we make the playoffs? Probably. I mean, where we got close, we're just, we're one of those we're we're well, because now they have the because uh, now they have those like uh, those wild card like win and get the in playing games. games. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how does that work? Because I know they've had that for a minute now. Uh, it hasn't been that long, like maybe I, for sure like less than 10 years, but maybe like five years. Okay, I was gonna like say that. like 2014. I, I swear, I got, um, I remember we uh, who was it? I forgot who I think we went, we had to win a, play, a playing game, but yeah, instead of having uh, yeah, what is it? Instead of having just four teams that make it per uh, because that's what's crazy, all these fucking games, <laughs> and then only four teams. Like fucking make it, you know, per uh per conference or whatever the fuck it's called, the uh, um the ALNL. Um but yeah, now they have it to where I think it's the three teams are already locked in, and then I think it, it's two wild card teams that end up coming in or something, and it's like a playing game with those two, like some shit like that. And it's just one game. One game, that's it, yeah. <sighs> That's what's even crazier for baseball. Like yeah. one game, because like that's everything so is a series. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
three wild cards now. Okay, that's what uh, Mark. That's what Marco said. There we go. Knew it was something like okay. that. Three or four. And uh, Marco said, did you know that M. Bison is the boxer uh, in the original version? Okay. Yeah, and Vega, the name Vega was, Vega, M. Bison's character was named Vega in the, this is the Japanese version. Okay. There's a super cool, it's called Street Fighter, the animated movie. Super legit, bro. Super <laughs> legit. Like, not friendly. Yeah, like the show, like, Chung Lee's titties and shit. It's like one of those, like, it's not... You know, like Vega comes in to like rape and kill her, and like, you know what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> and then she fucks him up. You know what I mean. But like, it's not your kids. It's in the, it's, it's some adult shit. But like, so the first one I ever watched was the Japanese version before they dubbed it in American. You know what I mean? I remember I thought this was the coolest thing ever, bro. Because my older cousin's like, you ain't seen that yet, bro. And it was all subtitles, but like, <laughs> yeah, Bison's name was Vega in there. Okay. And then about ba- ba- uh. Uh, uh, M. Bison was Balrog's character, the boxer, because like that was their play on Mike Tyson was M. Bison, right? Okay, okay. And, and then uh, Vega, his name was Balrog, because Balrog was originally the boxer. So the right. American versions are what like we know now, but like yeah, that's he, he's right. Give him this ten, give, give him some entries for that. That was good knowledge. <laughs> He tickled my nerd fancy. Pause. <laughs> All right. 10 entries for Marco. There you go. For the future. Look at that. It was see the alarm. It was the alarm. was a reminder. Give, give, give Marco 10 entries. <laughs> see, you ain't the only one that knows the future, Marco. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Let's get it. Man, we probably, I'm sure we probably should get into the motherfucking. Well, if you want to pop it up with some t- with the, with, uh, with the tight end position, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could probably uh, just get through that uh, real yeah, quick. The right? tight end position, everyone <laughs> loves that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we're going to be doing. Uh, it's going to be we're going to be uploading these. I'm going to be adding some graphics and stuff to it. So um, pretty much for every position, we're going to like start and stop the video. So, uh, you know, quote unquote. So don't leave when we say peace out. All right. You ready, Bogey? You going to count us down? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me mark this down. All right. Going live in five, four, three. What up, what up, Fantasy Football Hustler back at you. We're continuing the season in review series. We got Bogart Scott Free in the house. Cut, cut. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> keep rolling, keep rolling. <laughs> and Marty said, Bogey, good director. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are continuing the season in review series and we're about to knock out these tight ends real short and sweet like uh make sure you check out all the other positions including all the idp positions number one there is no other like it's it's number one and then everybody else nobody even comes close travis kelsey 1338 yards 12 
touchdowns, 110 receptions, 152 targets, 319 points if you're playing in 1.0 PPR. Um, he's the first rounder, you know what I mean? Should have been like, last year, and we were even saying it, depending on what format you played in, late first rounder easily. Yeah, I mean, um, he de- okay, here's the thing. Definitely tapered off this year in the playoffs, the fantasy playoffs. Well, at least we at least the championship game because week 15 and 16, he still threw up 20 and 17 points. Okay, it was really the championship. That, that okay, let me rephrase that. He just he he let us down in the, in the chip. I mean, it was a I mean, he was playing against the Raiders, and early on in the year, he put up four tugs against them. They were not going to let him get anything, and then yeah. they made a point about it. So we can't really nitpick that, but he's definitely a first rounder. And um, I I would do this right. Listen, this is not bad fantasy karma. This is just seeing how your league mates feel in dynasty. If there's a guy that has Kelsey, you tell him, "Hey, bro, Kelsey's hella old, bro. He's washed." You just you you just any kind of something you could plant. In his head, where you could shimmy him off of him later, because I'm always trying to get Travis Kelsey all day, every day. He only had four games where he was below 15 points, only one single digit game. And one of them came in the title game, didn't he? <laughs> yes, yes. Well, no, 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 it wasn't that. That wasn't single digits. Uh, he was seven for 43. So he still, he, he got to 11, but yeah, not, uh, you know. Not what we not what we want from him in the championship. We want 20 plus points. He didn't get it. Um, the baby woke up. Right on cue. Right. <laughs> and Marty said uh Quentin Bogardino. <laughs> and Marco Marco said Bogard Spielberg. <laughs> What's the matter? Oh, okay. oh, she's mad at the dad. <laughs> she has this pillow she carries with her she came all the way down with her pillow and everything she's really mad <laughs> super okay. upset super upset yeah, okay but now when we get into number two and everywhere else now we start getting a little bit more back down to earth with all the tight ends here so number two we got tj ha <laughs> ha Atkinson, <laughs> 914 yards, six touchdowns, 129 targets, 86 receptions, 214 points. He's just healthy through a season. This is, yeah. what, this is, this is what everyone well, usually – And getting traded, though. I mean, that, that was huge for him, yeah. getting traded. Yeah, he's the number, number two, uh, number two uh, look, basically, since as soon as he got there, right, to the Vikings. Yeah. yeah. Here's my thing with Hawkinson. People had so many high hopes for him. Like, finally. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, his whole thing in Detroit was he just couldn't stay healthy either. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know what I mean? I mean, if he's healthy, I'm I'm not paying up for that motherfucker. I'll tell you that much next year. Yeah, and I think a lot of people are going to try. It's not (laughs) – he he had seven – That's what people can do. People just chase the year before. They don't really look into it like that. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, he had uh, seven single-digit games. So four of those came in Detroit, and then uh, three came over in Minnesota. 
Uh, he got shut down in week 15, only had like eight points, and then week 17, uh, 12.9 points. So, you know, what wasn't like super killing it like in the playoffs. I mean, week 16, if you made it there, that was the one where he had the two touchdowns, 109 yards, like all that. So it was uh, it was insane. And then we jump right down to Mr. George Kittle, not brittle this year. Because he's out there playing, except for uh, well, what didn't he play? Didn't play the first two I mean, games. Missed, or... He missed like the first four two games. Weeks. Two games but, looks like. Okay. Yeah, feels first. Like, two games. Feels like an eternity without without Kittle. Seven hundred and sixty-five yards, eleven touchdowns, only second to to Travis Kelsey. Eighty. I mean, super efficient. You know, because eighty-six targets. I mean, that's like nothing compared to uh you know the 129 and 152 above him uh 60 receptions so not too far i mean maybe 25% less than TJ Hawkinson yeah. but only five less points than TJ Hawkinson so all those less receptions i mean the touchdowns damn near double hawkinson and brittle has i mean his first three games that he plays so through week 5 i mean he's not helping you like at all but then back to back 20 point games uh, week 10, he goes for single digits. Let's see how many single digit games throughout the year. One, yeah, two, he was three, five. four, five, six, seven, uh, seven. So just as many single digit games as Hawkinson, and he missed the two games. But I'll tell you though, people are going to remember his playoffs week yeah. 15, 25, week 16, 30, and then throws down 14 in the championship week. Yeah, bro. Five, like he five touchdowns in the, in the three week playoffs. Let's fucking go. Yeah, yeah, people are gonna remember that. He's gonna get drafted second behind Kittle. Uh the, I mean should. behind Kelsey, I mean. As he should. I mean, the only thing is, you know, you just gotta it's really just the injury history because we already know there's it's a it's a lower pass volume team, you know what I mean? Yeah. Then, you I mean, know, shit, like, look at his targets of 86 compared to 129 and 152, the two guys above him. I mean, they probably. I, I, I would trust that passing game versus like trusting a Baltimore passing game. You know what I mean? I mean, I you know, I guess you know they have the the they're they're gonna never have Lamar Jackson. I don't see a world like that anymore. Like, even though like we've seen the crazy stuff happen the last couple of years, I mean, I don't I don't see. I, I think an organization would be stupid to trade away a young Lamar Jackson. Maybe like in another four years they can do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, so just go speaking on behalf gonna of Mark fran- they're going to franchise tag his ass. Yeah, and then Mark Andrews, you know, he'll be the value next year. You know, well, what see, I mean? that's what's crazy is because, like, okay, as much as we're hating on Mark Andrews, like, I, I, the only place I had him was in the Debo League where I was able to snatch him off someone else because I, we just weren't paying up for him. There's no reason to. Is Kelsey yeah. or bust? He finishes fourth, 190 points. So you know, about 20 points less than Kittle. About 25 points less than Hawkinson. I mean, like, half was front loaded, though. I mean, it was, it was all front loaded. Like, it, it was all with Lamar. And I, I think this is, you know, what we're going to And do championship here. week, though. I, I mean, for as shitty as he did, if you made it to the championship week with him, somehow he came out with 19 points. It was nine, nine receptions for 100 yards. That was for sure the top three, top three tight end finish that week. But the four weeks before that, single digits, you know, and like 10 points, 12 points. Like, yeah, his uh, – When you first, needed him to get you into the playoffs. 
if you worked it just right, if you played him in like the first six weeks and they just stopped playing him, well, he got or hurt traded him. He, or traded him. Yeah. Cause he got hurt. It was, I, I think week seven that he got I hurt. Yeah. I remember there's this one dude, he jumps in, he goes, I just traded away Kelsey for Mark Andrews and such and such, whoever the fuck it was. Right? He's like, how did I do? I'm like, bad. Yeah. It's like, you were supposed <laughs> to be like, to that. But this was like week three when, you know, Mark Andrews is just like, you know, he's lighting it up. You know what I mean? And then I yeah. think Kelsey just came off that one bad game he had. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like against the Colts or something like that where they, they, they kind of held him in check. People better be fucking listening to us. You don't trade Kelsey away. Like, I mean, there's no, oh, he just got four touchdowns. I can get like the most, I could get like Mark Andrews plus something else. Like, no, don't do it. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, so if you played it just right and you traded Mark Andrews within those first six weeks or whatever, maybe you traded him after week six somehow, like you played it just perfect because, that was when he did good. And then the only other, I mean, in week 11 and 12, he did okay with 10 and 12 points. But yeah, it was just bad. It was bad. Uh, other than week 17 and five out of the first six weeks, like it was so bad. Yep. Not you know. any good. He had uh, his stat line for the year. I mean, still ended up finishing with decent stats. And I mean, that's, that's why we're doing this season in review to like, you know, really break down what his season was like because finishes with 847 yards. That's higher than Kittle. Uh, five touchdowns, only one less than TJ Hawkinson. 113 targets. That's higher than Kittle. 73 receptions, higher than Kittle. Um, 190 points. I mean, that's still not too shabby finishing as the fourth overall. But when you picked him as like your second or third pick, like that's yeah. where it ends up not being good. Um, yeah, I hope he's the value. Uh, this year, just like he was in twenty in two thousand twenty, right? Because like, in two thousand twenty, he was coming off that bad nineteen, that twenty nineteen outing, and I was getting uh, Andrews in the fifth, sixth round. You know what I mean? Like I was loving that. I, I feel maybe not quite the sixth round, but he's probably like a fourth, fifth rounder next year. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I mean, unless there's just some crazy asshole who's just people you are know. taking Hawkinson over him. People are yeah, taking yeah. Kittle over him. Yeah. But that's kind of it, though. Like, who else? I mean, because the next guy, yeah, we get down to Evan Ingram, in which we were on Evan Ingram, you know, from, like, just the whole coaching change and, you know, second year for T-Law and all that and how they don't have to. But they got to bring him back, though. That's the thing. Yeah, see, we don't know what the hell's going to happen with him. Finishes as tight end five. Pretty fucking dope because there is a big separation between five and six, like more than uh, almost a 30-point separation between uh, the next tight end. But 766 yards, 98 targets, 73 receptions. So same as uh, way more efficient, you know, than uh, than Andrews and had the four touchdowns, 181 points. So only nine points less than uh, only nine points less than Andrews. But yeah, we don't know what's going to happen with him. Um, you picked him up as uh, as a waiver wire guy. More than likely, unless you drafted him hella late. I mean, the thing that sucked is that in week 17, he just totally destroyed us. Like, uh, not even six points, like 5.9 points. Like, so that just sucked for championship week. I mean, the four weeks before that, I mean, he was money. Let's see how many single-digit games. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight single-digit games 
out of the 17. So, yeah, a little bit hit or miss. Um, it, it was really just a stretch from week 13 uh, to week 16 where he was, like, just really, really killing it. And then a couple weeks, you know, in the first half of the season, week seven and eight, you know, he comes with back-to-back double-digit uh, games, week five versus Houston. It's like if you played the matchups the right way, uh, Evan Ingram was, like, solid for you. Yeah, bakes a lot in the house. What up, homie? And Marty said, I'll take Andrews next year for sure. I mean, he's going to be a value. Definitely going to be a value. And Marco said, uh, like that fucking idiot in my league who traded uh, Kelsey for Gibson Waller in a first round pick, which is now a one point, uh, now a 112. Bob, you know, you know what's funny about that is because he gave that guy the championship, didn't he? He's like, here's Kelsey. You go win it and turn this first rounder you're giving me to a shitty one. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. And Marco said number four is easily Kyle Pitts. I mean, I don't know. I mean, people are going to be so jaded. Oh, no, right people now. hate Kyle Pitts. I'm probably going to end up with a lot of Kyle Pitts next year. Watch. It really. I mean, for me, it's got to be, be the first time I ever had Kyle Pitts ever. For me, it's got to be the QB situation must uh, vastly improve. Because, like, uh, imagine you can get a Kyle Pitts, like, in the eighth round, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, Seventh, shit. It, eighth round, like, but what if you got him in the eighth round this year? You know, like, let's just put it on there. Like, you still would have been mad. Yeah, I guess. and Because I guess in some some sharp leagues, people weren't reaching on him, like, in our joints. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I... I, I know we're not like literally we couldn't get him in the eighth round. I'm just saying hypothetically, if you did get him in the eighth round for whatever reason, this oh, yeah, you'd be like, fuck him. Yeah, you still hated him. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, let's jump into tight end six here. And uh Tyler Higby. <laughs> That's funny. It's funny. I'm Tyler. So immature. <laughs> Tyler. Let's jump right in the tight end. <laughs> six. Fucking Tyler Higby ends up finishing as tight end six. And uh, it's funny because, uh, I mean, it's crazy how much the footballers were like, not this year, but like, you know, they like ruin the value for people. Like you get a couple mm-hmm. people, you know, that they mention, And I mean, he was, he was, Higby was like a waiver wire guy. Yeah. He was like, he might've been drafted and dropped and you know what I mean? Like shit, that's just, it is. Cause now is. everybody was so off of him that like <laughs> the stank was on him. Also, just how much, uh, you know, really the tight ends is just such a crapshoot in general once you get past the top couple. And even, and all these guys who we mentioned in the top four, all of those guys for sure were drafted in the top six tight ends because like Hawkinson was going like fifth or sixth tight end off the board in a lot of these leagues. Kittle, same thing, fourth or fifth. If you look at it from that scope, like, you know, people got what they were what they were looking for then out of those tight ends. They they paid. I mean, even though you might be even pissed off, like, right? Right. So say you, you paid a Mark Andrews third round, right? Yeah. You know, um, he Mark Andrews was usually still drafted before Kittle, right? So maybe yeah, Mark Andrews sure. is the one that's not the value. But even if you're just dra- if you're drafting a tight end, and you know, you know. One of the, you know the first one of the first five tight ends off the board. If they finish top five, I think you're not really disappointed, right? You shouldn't be. I mean, it because it, it's really all about your skills as a manager. Because I mean, you can't blame Kittle for like all the bad stuff in the beginning of the season when you know he's all hurt and shit like that, and you're just dumb enough to play him like the first game he comes back. 
you know. And then if you don't play him the first game, he comes back you're like, ah, maybe maybe let's just hold for a second. Maybe let's not play him in this next week when we got uh, two tough mat two tough tight end matchups. So if you played it the right way and you didn't play Kittle for the first five weeks, you had to have loved him, especially down uh, the stretch. And you just here's one thing. What did I say when I was like, oh, I'm fading Kittle? Yeah, you know, you know why? Because I was like, Lance probably he, when Kittle the little couple game sample size we had was that you know when it's Lance Kittle's out there blocking. You know what I mean, yeah, I mean, not that he's not out there blocking when it's Jimmy or or it's the Brock, but like but the, I'm just but saying, the like, running, the run, they're putting run the emphasis the on the run more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, so I feel like I mean Andrews, like you said, he was the guy, probably not the best value because I mean he's mostly getting drafted as a tight end two or three. He I saw crazy. I mean, he was going in the second round in a lot of leagues. People were crazy. I mean, yeah, yeah, people are definitely crazy. Like I was, I thought Kelsey in the second round was value. Then you look at all these other guys here, and then I mean, once you get past, like I said, you get past Ingram at the one eighty one or whatever, and um, ah, dang it, hold on. I got to take this call one sec. Yeah. Well, basically, once you pass Evan Ingram, it's all bullshit. It's all streaming, guys. And, I mean, even Evan Ingram, he was a early on streaming option or, like, a Mr. Irrelevant pick in your drafts. Like, usually, everywhere I had Evan Ingram, he was my second tight end, and he ended up just being the guy. And, like, that's another thing, too, is, like, if you're – like going into next year, we're gonna have another crop of guys to like get late. Like I gotta already see myself saying, "Oh, Del- De- Daniel Bellinger late, fucking, you know, uh, you know, Tyler Higby could be a late guy because people are at least later. Like you know, you know, Dallas Goddard even. You know what I'm saying? Like these are guys at the mid round, the the mid to late round guys. There's gonna be a crop. You know, like I said, Bellinger's probably be like the super double digit round tight end. You know what I mean? Um, you know, if Hayden Hurst is still there and, and, and you know what I mean? Like, you know, if a Gerald Everett is still there, you know what I mean? Like, these are guys like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because you're basically streaming tight ends so ugly. That's why we really em- uh, put an emphasis on get Travis Kelsey early and often. And if not, every day, try to trade for Travis Kelsey. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Cause that shit worked for me, you know what I mean? I just kept pounding the trade offer, especially in Dynasty. Every year he gets older, motherfuckers start. And then there's all these dumbass analysts that come out, and start feeding people's brains with this bullshit. Like, oh, he's he's too old, and this now. I'm like, I can't understand. He's old. But I mean, I mean, shit, man. There was another Titan that used to wear that same uniform, named Tony Gonzalez, bro. Tony Gonzalez played forever. You know what I mean? Like just. I don't know. Some people are built different. And, and I mean, look at Travis Kelsey's brother, <laughs> Jason Kelsey, but that motherfucker's he's been a lot, he's been in the league longer than 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 TK. You know what I mean? <clears throat> well, yeah, tight end is ugly. I, I'm, I'm probably gonna have a ton of Kelsey as usual next year. And there'll be a lot of guys I'd rather have over Kelsey because that position scarcity. It kind of it, it, it kind of dictates, you know what I mean? Like having Kelsey. Like you're if Kelsey was labeled a receiver, he's like, you know, the number seven receiver overall. Or maybe maybe even higher, four thirteen hundred. She he might be a top five receiver if he's you know what I mean? And you putting that in your in your uh you putting that in your goddamn tight end spot. It's just crazy. You know what I'm saying? 
Matter of fact, I've got hella offers for my Kelsey shares, and it's like, I'll move anybody. Kelsey, I'll never trade him unless you're giving me like quadruple over the kill where it's like it just destroys your team for you to get Kelsey. You know what I mean? Because there's just no fucking way, bro. That position scarcity and had the positional advantage. You know what I mean? Killing that tight end shit. And tight ends suck too. Definitely, definitely see if you can not have tight end slots and just put an extra flex. And if you wanted to put a tight end, you put put him in a flex. And then, you know, just like the hustle, hustle leagues, you know, you make them tight ends, tight end premium. So now it's like, you don't People necessarily- are going to act like they came up with that shit. And I've been uh, working on this Ooh. for the last couple of years. <laughs> well, we're going to see. I don't know. But that oh. was, uh, oh, damn it. He's calling me back. This is the damn uh, landlord. Hold on. It's all good. You know, you, you you let that motherfucker know, bro. You, you give me that landlord's number, I'll, I'll set them straight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, but man, uh, it's so tight and so ugly. What's funny, too, is like you're going to have these, these other guys, too, now that I think about it, like these other crops of uh, young dudes you got to look out for, you know what I'm saying, uh, Trey McBride's, right? Because these are just opportunity-having motherfuckers. You know, it's probably not going to be any more Zach Ertz. I mean, he's hella old. And I don't even know if contractually he's still there. I know they might have extended him, like a team-friendly thing. So maybe he's still there. They could pass the baton, right? Yeah. Uh, Greg, what's his name from Denver? Don't Dol- uh, Dolcich. Uh, uh, Dol- Dolcich. There we go. Yeah. Sounds Eastern European. Anyways, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, you got Greg Dol- Dolcich. You know, made out of Denver. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, Darren Waller, even though he's hella whack, bro, like he's gonna be hella late. I would imagine. Yeah, it's probably gonna be uh, a little bit based on the QB, right? Like whatever. Yep. Uh, yeah, that is. True. I mean, just like Kyle Pitts. I mean, that, I mean, we're, we're obviously not talking about Kyle Pitts because he's. Uh, hey, he you didn't know, it'd be a nice that. fuck you to Derek Carr. Just trade him to Atlanta. <laughs> You know what I mean? Oh man. Cause then I'll love the tight end. I'll love Kyle Pitts. See how see how that would do it? How that would just yeah. change something. And uh, Marty said, like, where did Kelsey rank amongst the wide receivers? Wide receiver five. So the yeah, only ones uh, above him, uh Jefferson, Hill, Adams, and Diggs. Yeah, so I hit it on the head. Because I at first I said seven. I was like, wait a second, he had thirteen hundred. That's he's like fifth. Yeah. Yeah, so. And I mean, even uh, CD Lamb, he beat CD Lamb. Uh, with, with it was because of the uh, the touchdowns. I wonder how people are going to view CD Lamb next year, because people like they were so hyped on him in 2020, and he did his thing. Like you know, considering like you know, I mean, he finished as a as WR two, and then it's like, oh, that's what he is. He's a WR two because people were trying to anoint him the next year. Remember, I remember uh, I actually did rankings for your thing, and I remember I put him at 13 because I was like, I can't. I was like trying to make a case for him being a WR1. Yeah. And so I was like, you know, he's just, that he just, this is where he lives. And if I understood that, I don't need to reach for him. And when wherever he fell, like in those mid rounds or like that fourth round that year, I was happy to get him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, going year, back to the, going back to the tight end, what you're talking about, about the tight end spot. If you have a tight end spot in your league, go back and look who wins the championships because like it's probably the people with Kelsey, with guys like Hawkinson, with guys like Kittle, uh, potentially even Andrews. 
Evan Ingram, potentially. I mean, uh, you know, championship week, he kind of busted it for you. But well, uh, that, you just sketching, getting you there. I mean, just even if you just look, maybe not even look at who won the championship, look at who got into the championship. But like, that's even what I'm saying is like, that's how, how little people realize is like, Travis Kelsey is such a cheat code that if you have him on your team, you're more than likely making the championship game because you're automatically giving yourself like the biggest positional advantage out of every single position. And I I mean, I'm assuming that, you know, this is just a regular ass league, maybe seven starters or whatever. So it makes that much more of a difference as well. That's why I've been lobbying for like, you know, I mean, in these hustler leagues, I've been doing it for the last two years where we eliminated the tight end spot. You make the tight ends, like the top tight ends are still going to be valuable. They're even going to be more valuable, but because it's not a tight end spot, it's uh, it's one of those things to where Kelsey isn't going to, you going against Kelsey isn't going to make or break your uh, your entire matchup you having kelsey it puts you at an advantage but it's still not going to make you win that matchup every single week because of it got to have a complete team yep and more people are going to do you this know, the tight end you know the worst trash. i i gotta say this the worst thing is when i'm like okay I don't have Kelsey. Let's go see who got him and let's try to trade for him. And I look him up and it's fucking Hustler. <laughs> I'm like, damn it. <laughs> I'm not going to have Kelsey in this league. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's just one thing. It's crazy because, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, trying to trade for Kelsey all the time, it's always a must. It's so I mean, hard I, I, There's in a couple of dynasty leagues, bro. I shook them loose from a couple different different motherfuckers. It's crazy. I know. I'm like, I mean, me. it's nuts that even in dynasty, I mean, over the last couple years, Kelsey's been faded a little bit because he's getting old. But like, man, Tony Gonzalez, V. He's so fucking good. How, and, how uh, old did Tony play until? Uh, I don't know. Let's check. Because Tony was like, I remember, like, I remember there was the, his one of his last years with KC. Uh, he was like playing with a fucking like a cast and shit. Like his motherfucker would just play hurt. Like he was balling still, catching one handed. So he played until 2013. He was born in 76. So that'd be 24. He's my sister. 13. Age. So like, yeah, like 37, 38. Okay. Wow. Something like that. And uh, yeah, Kelsey's 33. He's 33 come right on. now. <laughs> and, he, and come on, like, you look at him like, I don't know. I, he just, they you know scheme him was? so well that he doesn't take a bunch of crazy. Like, he's not he's not getting punished like Gronk out there. He's the one hitting foods. Yeah. Like, okay, how about this? Yeah. And Marco said Ross Dwelly, next tight end one. You smelly Dwelly? <laughs> I mean, smelly, smelly dwelly's eye. I mean, he, he, here's the thing. He had, he, if you're a Niner fan, you remember smelly dwelly. Yeah. There was like, like, but see, if you really remember those games he blew up when, when Kittle was there, he, he blew up in one game. Kittle was hurt. This game gets the Cardinals, right? He had two tugs and he had a third one that had a flag on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, you're supposed to do that to the Cardinals. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're just, for years, been one of the worst against the Titans. You know what I mean? 
<coughs> and this year, them and the Seahawks, they were like the teams that were like, they were like the Travis Kelsey of like teams you stream your tight ends against. There was, who else was, who else was bad this year against the tight end? Uh, Tampa Bay. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Detroit for spurts. Detroit. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, the Giants for a sec there. Yeah. Like, especially like, when Hawkinson close. fucking destroyed him. Yeah. Um, yeah, like that last like eight weeks. Like even did Goddard do anything against them last week? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he did, you know what I mean? I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember either. Oh, oh, in this past game, yeah. I mean, Goddard, I, I know he got off a little bit. I don't he know. He got how the tug. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. See? I mean, like, you know, there's the Giants were bad. Fucking there's just some things that you, what, what was what was crazy was that Cleveland all of a sudden was just you don't play your tight ends or your slot receivers against them. Like that shit just all of a sudden happen yeah start all the running backs though oh and now they hired jim schwartz bro that's big yeah that's a championship pedigree right there former head coach he was the dc on that eagles run yeah you know what i mean jim schwartz is a bad motherfucker Uh, let's see let's get back to it and uh let me see so we went through the first (laughs) <laughs> Let's go over uh, Higby's stat at, at tight end six still. So it was the drop-off from Ingram at 181 to 156 point-wise. And 620 yards, three touchdowns, 108 targets. I mean, I don't know if anyone really saw that coming. 72 receptions. But that's what's crazy is like tight end six. Like anybody could have been tight end six amongst all the rest of these, like the top 12. They're all just right in this little pocket that like a touchdown or two more, they would have been tight end six. Yeah, it's really the it's really the top five. That's you know what I mean? Like yeah. The rest and even then all... we're unless in unless wait, 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 who's, this, back, who's this again? Number six? Higby. Higby. Yeah, see, and that was like, I mean, you have to factor in the like all these points. You know, um, Allen Robinson got to the team. Uh, 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 so that took away more attention. That took away attention from defenders, you know. Then, then you, then you, oh, that was early on. Then you could, then you could, then you look at it where it's like, oh, that's he was, right. He, he only money the white people too. So you know what I mean? Higby, well, he was. You know what I mean? It was Higby only was money like number two. But then he also was, Cooper Cup gets hurt, and then it's all Higby. You know what I mean? Nah, it wasn't though, because uh, this oh. is what I was gonna say. He was all money in the first five weeks, like all double okay. digit games coming out of the gate but then week six oh it went until baker it wasn't until baker and then all of a sudden right he had one game against arizona in week 10 because it's arizona and you literally stream everybody but he goes from week six minus week 10 okay so week six all the way through week 14 single digit games most of them less than five points but then yeah baker comes in week 15 and 16 and then boom like just for those two weeks he it kills it to, to tight end six <laughs> yeah yeah literally <laughs> literally because three touchdowns in those two games that's literally what pushed him over right there i mean because all these guys the difference from tight end six to tight end 12 is only 14 points you think stafford comes back I think so. I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna quit or retire. You want to know what's funny? Is I think they ride the Stafford thing out one more year. Then Marco said Jim Short. Uh huh. And then Jared Goff comes back, bro. Nah. 
I mean, what other? They're going to have to get a young guy or what? A Kirk Cousins, maybe. I think they, I think they make enough moves. I mean, they already went out and did the Stafford thing. Like, I think that they could do that again with another QB. I mean, there'll be a bunch of. I mean, what if, what if, (laughs) what if Stafford retires and like Brady or Aaron Rodgers goes over there? something like i mean you know like i I know they're both in the nfc so maybe it's not one of those guys the the, the brady one the fact that he's a free agent like he's gonna have the pick of the litter right yeah i mean yeah like he's gonna be the one that like dictates the first way the first uh marty said that uh, he already said he's coming back on his wife's podcast who's it at uh, Stafford. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm aware of that. I thought, you're talking about, I thought we were talking about Brady. Yeah, Stafford, yeah. He's coming back. I'm just saying. Oh, I think he was telling you because you said, what if he retires? Yeah. Yeah, I, I said they do the Stafford thing one more year, and then I swear it'll probably be like Jared Goff because Jared Goff would be a free agent. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. That's such a backwards move for him, though. I bet you that would be the best thing available. And Marco said Jim Shorts. He must have had a tough life with that name. <laughs> He was just like he. It, it, ironically, he was just like a fat, out of shape slob. He'd be like, "Hey, man, you need to really go to work out, man." Like, no, fuck that, fuck the gym, <laughs> fuck shorts. <laughs> so after, uh, so after Higby, we got tight end seven, Cole Komet. So I mean, someone who it's crazy because like. You know, there, there's spurts where we don't like him, but he was one of those guys who we were saying, you know, you're taking late dart throws on a tight end, maybe take a late dart throw, you know, on him because there's like literally nobody else over there. I had, you know, it's funny is that during my Dalton Schultz adventures, you know, I, you know, I, I ended up missing him early on for like five weeks, you know, what I mean? or however the fuck long it was. Uh-huh. And Cole Komet was someone I was just like, okay, we're doing this because <laughs> you know what I mean? There's nobody available. And uh, he had a nice little stretch there before uh, I got my Schultz back. If you played him against Detroit, which you should have, because he had two decent games before that, and that was when Detroit was really giving up booty to the tight end, you're probably super stoked about him. But the week eight, nine, and ten, yeah. that's when it was on. those three weeks. Yeah, he had five touchdowns and, in those three weeks. Yep. And uh, then one- that was it until, like, the championship week. <laughs> Yeah, and even then, I mean, he had the touchdown, you know, but it was only 10 that's points. It. So. Yeah, <laughs> that's what's crazy. Like, look, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, eleven single digit games. Okay, how remember, remember how crazy, how stupid dynasty people are? Like, when was that 2020? I go command, bro. I'm telling you, so now this is the time that, like, when when you know, a lot of times these tight ends come into their own, you know what I mean? Yeah. That fourth year, like not everybody is Gronk, not everybody's Kittle, but these guys is young or, or Jeremy Chalky or whatever. Yeah, is that his name or is it? Jermichael yeah, Jeremy Chalky. Yep, Jeremy Chalky. Okay, but yeah, but you know, outside of that, it was like, you know, oh, Evan Ingram. I think he had a phenomenal rookie year, but but also it was like OBJ went down that year. You know what I mean? So there was that. You know what I mean? He was like the number one look. I think it was like him and Sterling. Even Sterling Shepard got hurt that year. So I'm yeah. just saying, there's like. You know what I mean? But, but like with now Cole Komet and, and year two of the same system, like he's gonna be a he's gonna be a fun late one to, to, to target next year. Seven touchdowns. I mean, that's kind of what separates him from like the rest of this uh rest of this little, you know, bougie bunch down here. 
544 yards. I mean, the 69 targets, I mean, that is pretty cool. 69, dudes! Only 50 receptions, though. 151 points, so just a couple points behind uh, behind Higby there. And then at tight end eight, we got the Mooth. 732 yards, but only two touchdowns. 98 targets, 63 receptions, 150 points, so just one point right behind Cole Komet. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven single-digit games. Including What's crazy me. is, like, he just disappears in the red zone. Like, I, I, I never looked. I don't have any – I don't have any uh, of, of, of fur mood. So, I was like – because I would definitely love to see what's his red zone snaps looking like. Because it's like, I, for just for memory, and, and Kenny, well, you know, watching Kenny Pickett's like he's looking for that fade route to the receivers in the red zone, or like, or they're just running it a ton, or he's looking for the running back in the red zone. Like, you know what I mean? He had That's, way more yards, but no red zone love. I mean, only two touchdowns compared to his seven last year last year he only has 500 receiving yards on 60 receptions so i mean way more efficient you know this year because 63 receptions but 732 yards but tight ends need those touchdowns you know what's funny is people always just take the steelers tight end too high yeah and i say the steelers tight end because remember even when people are going crazy over Vance mcdonald when when my niners uh traded them to the steelers or like you know what I'm saying? Or like, because uh, I don't know, I guess everybody just loves loves Heath Miller that much or something. They just, they think they're going to find solace in the goddamn. Yeah, and even then, like, you go back to it. One of, the, one of the big championships I won was in 2012, and I had Heath Miller on that team, but I picked, I, I went back, and like, uh, now, now it's all just in my memory bank, but I went back and I was like, what were some of the big free agent moves? that I did that year. And it was like picking up Heath Miller in like week two or week three or something like that. So he wasn't even drafted in, uh, in the league, but then, you know, leads to a championship. It's just since then that's people, you know what I mean? Like, cause like just, and it's the same system. They just don't go to the tight end like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the, you know, it's Matt Canada again, that, that, which I, which I dig. I, I think he sucks. But what I dig is that, like, it's year two uh, uh, for uh, picking in the same system. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, continuity is the shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Bakes a lot. So where does Fryermuth land in Dynasty? Probably about the same spot where he was still going. I mean, he'll be like a top 12 tight end. And because he's so young, too. Yeah. But it's going to be subjective on where he goes after those top, like, you know, maybe like four tight ends, five tight ends. If you mix in pits in there. But, yeah, I still don't want to. Here's how I would do it. Like, I would would grab Kelsey because I don't give a fuck about his age in Dynasty. And and because probably going to get Kelsey, like, I would would imagine in a startup – a super flex dynasty, you should be able to get Kelsey like late second, like on a two, three turnaround. Like he should, you yeah. know what I mean? More, more likely he's going to be going in like the third round. Yeah. But you know, just, you know, yeah. Like so you can for sure, so you can for sure get him at the end of the second. And you should probably lock yeah. him in at the end of the second. <laughs> yeah. If you don't think he's going to come back to you. Right. But, but also at the same time too, like I've been ending up with, when we do no startups, if I'm in the back, 
you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like nine through 12 or whatnot. And I got, we got the third round reversal. Like I always end up with Kelsey. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause I'm like, okay, I got to get him out of one of these three picks. God damn it. Fucking damn it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, and then if not, I'm okay getting Kittle. And then if not, you look at all my teams, I don't have any of those tight ends. Cause I'll just say, screw it. You know what I mean? Well, that's one of the cool things about this format. Like you could, if you don't want a tight end, if you only want to go after the top guys, you can, and then you don't even have to have any of those guys. I always end up with a bunch of like random late tight ends as well, just because of the, uh, the what's it called? The tight end premium. And then by hook or by crook, I usually end up playing a couple tight ends in there just because they end up being better than, you know, whatever options I have besides them. I feel like if it's two points per reception, right? You know what I mean? This my first philosophy was like, okay, I'm just thinking there's abundance of receivers. I'm gonna jam hella receivers in there as many as possible. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I remember it was, and like what was crazy is because it was my first this the seven was my first startup, right? Of a, in your format. And I asked you, I was like, I was like, uh, I was like, you know, there's only two running back spots. And I'm like, I'm like, really? Like, I'm like, if you don't have a pass catching running back, like one of those top dogs, I don't even like care to have any of them. You know what I mean? Yeah, just just whoever to throw in there because there's only two spots I need, and yeah. then you're like, yeah, you know, the RB two spot is like it's it's not really that. Or how did you word it? Like uh, the, uh, that's uh, it, it's easily changeable. It's not really easy, that there important. You go. And I was like, you know, you know, you kind of hit me like you're right. These receivers don't. <laughs> you don't say. Yeah, way harder to come by because uh, I don't know. Even in these dynasties. Man, I mean, people are getting hurt. We're having to go so far down the depth chart with some of these running backs that they weren't even drafted in our fucking 50 round. <laughs> 50 sure. round startup. Or they're docked away in somebody's taxi squad. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Let's see. Let's get to uh, tight end nine. And now we got Taysom Hill. Hey, non Taysom. You know, like, uh, like, like we always Top did. 10 tight end. Top 10 tight end. And uh, for him, I mean, we got to mention all the uh, all the stats because uh, he only had nine receptions, 77 yards, but two receiving touchdowns. So hella efficient on the reception. But he also mixed in 96 attempts, 575 yards, seven touchdowns on the ground. So count them. We're up to nine touchdowns now. And then he had 13 completions, 13 completed passes, 240 yards and another two touchdowns there so 11 touchdowns for him and uh, that matches george kittle uh tied for if we're just adding all those together tied for second most uh touchdowns for a tight end you know what's crazy about that is like how like it's only good for Taysom, and it just destroys the rest of the team Like, you know what I mean? Nine hey. single-digit games out of uh, out of those. I mean, they ain't got nothing. Okay, what about the, the games where he did good? Did that correlate to them winning? So I'm just looking on Sleeper right now, and it doesn't have the wins and losses. Okay. There. But I'm pretty sure they were losing at the end of the season, right? And those were games where he was doing good. Yeah, it's just funny to me because, like, <laughs> um, He's like a cool cheat code, but like it just doesn't always hit. And in order to get it, you have to throw him in there every week. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, unless you're like, I mean, we told everyone to start him versus Seattle. 
you know, yeah. like I mean, we just, I mean, that was his big game of the year, you know, like even if you only mm-hmm. listened to us and played him versus Seattle, you still mm-hmm. loved him because you got like 35 points out of him that game. Yeah, played him against, uh, played him against every time he played against Atlanta. Tampa Bay, I mean. You know what's crazy? There was a play in Atlanta where he threw a touchdown and it went through Juana Man Johnson's hands. I'm like, oh, it would have been the ultimate tight end to tight end. Yeah, because look at this. I mean, Atlanta, I mean, he killed them twice. So even if he, well, I mean, once he killed them, the other one, I mean, it was good. It was still double-digit points, though. Tampa Bay killed them. You know, uh, he had like uh, 13-something, but had the the touchdown. Seattle destroyed him. Um, even Arizona, I mean, he still had double digit points there. So, I mean, still finished as a top 10 or top 12 tight end for yeah. sure. He, cause he, he rushed one in. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, even if you only played him in the spurts of like, you start every tight end versus this team, he still at least paid off for those three, four games. Yeah. But that should have been the only times you were starting them, though. If you started them every game, then you failed as a manager. <laughs> I mean, like, if see, and, and this is one of those things too, where it's like, if I don't get Kelsey and and I'm not willing, and if I don't get Kilo at a value, I just I'm not gonna fuck with anyone. Maybe Andrews, obviously, because he he'll be a value. But then otherwise, I'm waiting, and I'm gonna get like, you know, Komet and you know Higby, or you know what I mean, or you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just gonna wait and get like just two of those guys, and just see what it do. Play the matchups, and yeah. uh, and it just seems like I mean, especially with Arizona and Seattle. I mean, unless they, you know, I, I mean, who knows if if they're the shittiest, you know, matchup versus the tight end or not? But it seemed like the cheat code would just be getting guys in that division, right? As long as they're not on one of those two teams, and yeah. you get a handful of games that you can for sure just play those guys against them. Yeah, I mean, shit. Higby's the top six tight end, and it's probably because of those teams, right? I mean, if he, if he, yeah, that, that probably translates to when he played those teams. Oh, I think there was a Higby game where he busted on us when we, we started. I see it, week, thir- week 13. And actually, actually, he did not do good versus Seattle. He, yeah, he remember? Because we, we had the over on him. Yeah. He did good versus it's- Arizona, though, just not versus Seattle. The son of a bitch. Yeah, I fucking killed <laughs> it. Fucked up one of our parlays just right yeah. out the gate. Like, oh, there goes that one. Yeah, fucking bastard by like three yards or something. <laughs> I'm like, what the? <laughs> you suck. He gave it 34. <laughs> and he got 33. Like, I just looked. Yeah, 33 yards, you bastard. <laughs> um, uh, and how about oh, like 35? They gave us 35. I think. Yeah, it was something close. He missed it by like five yards yeah. or some shit. And um, Marty said, I could see Jerry doing a, a golf Stafford deal uh, for a bunch of picks. I mean, man, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I still love. No, no, I'm, I'm talking about sending Stafford back. I'm talking about like Stafford will retire after this year. I think he knew he was hurt. I mean, obviously he knew he was hurt, but then, and then yeah. you know what I mean? Once, once everything was going down a shitter, he was like, I'm not going to play hurt. He was like, oh, my neck, by the way. You know what I mean? Makes a lot said the ultimate tight end <laughs> to tight end sounds like a sequel to the oh. human centipede. <laughs> oh, man. The ultimate tight end because <laughs> Atlanta was like super bad against the tight end, too. Yes, <laughs> you know, it was basically like the human centipede. <laughs> All right, let's get down to uh, tight end 10. 
And we got Dalton Schultz. So someone who I so I don't think he I mean he's he's in the mix of where I, I guess you're drafting him after those top four and all that, you know, because he was going like tight end five or six, like more often than not. I feel like he didn't pay it off just for finishing tight end 10. 577 yards, five touchdowns, 89 targets, 57 receptions, 144 yards. He missed. I mean, shit, there was in the beginning of the year when he was all hurt and shit. I mean, week two, three, four, five, six. I mean, there were there was a, a five-game stretch there where he got like no points. Who's this? Dalton Schultz. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he, he did miss he did miss time, right? And then, then yeah. he was just then he plays hurt. Yeah. He's just like doing nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean, this, and those are the days he's wearing those games, he was wearing the brace. Once he got that brace on, he was I was like, okay, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, he was solid after their bye week in week nine. Yeah. I mean, he has, I mean, if we just take away the first half, you know, I mean, then he Green Bay, um, he did solid, Giants, Houston, Tennessee. So I actually it was still even hit or miss. I mean, after the bye, they have two, four, six, eight games, and he has one and he has four single digit games. So yeah, even in that last eight, he was still a little hit or miss. I mean, a championship week though. Let's go. Yeah, he killed it with the seven receptions, two touchdowns, only 56 yards, but shit, you get 24 points out of a tight end. On a Thursday really night, good. Yep. On a Thursday night, I'm like, whoa, okay, we start this thing all right. <laughs> Marco, you're fucking Because I was so mad at Dolan Schultz for the whole year. Yeah, well, and even before right, that. In spite of you, you motherfucker. Yeah, two games in the playoffs were single-digit points. You know, I mean, kills it versus Houston before the playoffs, but yeah. Yeah. Now, probably, this was probably the best value, I would say, out of all these guys, of people who were, like, actually drafted. Because Goddard still ended up finishing as uh, as tight end 11. And really, I, I mean, it was he was super solid until he got hurt. And then, I mean, shit, you might as well have dropped him. You know, at that point, because even when he came back, he still only did single digit games. Yeah. But if you had him just for those first, like, yeah, up to week 10 when he got hurt, I mean, shit, he only had one, two, he only had two single digit games out of those first 10 weeks and uh, had three touchdowns, ended up finishing with 702 yards, 69 targets, 69, dudes, and 55 receptions. So Goddard, man, he's killing it over there. 142 points. So only 14 points behind tight end uh, six. So right in the mix there. He's probably going to be a good value next year. I mean, as well. he probably gets like 70, 75, you know, maybe 80 receptions for real if you don't miss any time. You know what I mean? Probably more than that. He had one, two, three, four. He missed five games. Yeah, so let, let's, let's, give him, yeah, he'd probably get close to 100 then. Let's say what that equate. Let, let's see what that equates to. Fifty-five divided by twelve. It's like another twenty-five-ish. Yeah, seventy-eight is what if we put oh. it on on the exact pace. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, I don't know, uh, like 80. Yeah, and see, and if he gets to seventy-eight, um, that gives him more receptions than everybody except Hawkinson and Kelsey. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, I mean, it doesn't always work out the way that. Uh, Shout the out to my that... man Fornicator. He always calls. He always pronounces it Godair. Godair. <laughs> He's like, yeah, Godair. Godair. Like that's how you pronounce it, right? I'm like, I don't know. They say Godair. <laughs> He's French. <laughs> and to round out, we're not going past tight end twelve either. We're just not going to do it. Uh, tight end twelve. Gerald Everett, 142 points. So him and Goddard, uh, they did end up uh, being tied there. And that's still only 14 points off of Higby at tight end six. 555 yards, four touchdowns, 87 targets, 58 receptions. Um, It's just so crazy how, uh, how poor the... The Chargers were on offense, and like I just, I, I'm, I'm like, who are they gonna bring in next year? Like, it, yeah, well, it better not be Greg Olson. I swear, it better not. Ten single-digit games for Everett. So that's what's crazy is like even finishing in the top twelve tight ends. There's real one, two, three, four, five. Only six games where he's in double-digit points, and even in. Even in the uh, the the championship game, he does get ten points. It took him getting a touchdown because he only had three receptions for fifteen yards in week uh, seventeen. It was really just like if you played him in the first like handful of weeks, Vegas, KC, uh, Jacksonville shuts him down, and then Houston. I mean, really, it was just you know a handful of like good games. And then if you played him against Seattle. You know, but you had to work it like really, really nicely with Everett to not be mad at him. Because mm-hmm. if you played him every week, you did not like him. Nope. <laughs> it was ugly. Hella ugly. Just like everybody else was for the tight ends. And and I think that's the only position that we're going to do today. I think we're going to save uh, the other two for next week. Yeah. And uh, Marco said, "What about top ten uh, of long snappers? I'll leave that to you, Marco. We'll uh, you you can be the long snap uh, research on the four twenty hustler network. How about that? We'll deem that to you, Marty. <laughs> and that, uh, you... wait, hold on, hold on. But that's my title. <laughs> right? You just giving a my You just I'm a long snapper guy. Whatever <laughs> you said it was, long snapper researcher." <laughs> Yes, <laughs> giving my job away to Marco. No, nah, man, you're the full backslash punter. You know what? You're the Marco. You're right. <laughs> I'm more of like a, a special teams like gunner guy. There you go. You know, no one, you know, no one knows more about those gunners. <laughs> yeah, Bogey definitely <coughs> would be the guy if we're talking about running gunners out there. <coughs> Rather be going to Bogey on that one. Uh-oh, and then he goes into the Matrix right after we talk about that. See? Gave up too much information. That <laughs> got yeah, put into the Matrix yeah, right away. Throw me right into the Matrix. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Marty said, Andrew DePaula, number one. <clears throat> uh, and Marty and- said, think Trey McBride will be fantasy relevant next year. And It's going to be based on the QB situation. I don't think Arizona is going to be one of those offenses. I'm going to be targeting too much. Yeah, I mean, who's – I mean, uh, Kyler's – yeah, he's in, some, he's in bad shape here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't get the uh, the surgery until after the 1st of January. 
We we should just assume that Kyler is not going to play. He's smart, huh? Sure. Yeah, he's he smart. He why got his bag, and now and and they can't they can't force him to do shit because he's got the bag. But come on, realistically though, January. realistically though, I mean, let, let's just be real. When he got that injury, if he rushes back, like he's not playing at the beginning of the season. Like how many weeks in does he actually like play anyways? I mean, like, I don't know. He's, he's at minimum starting on the, on the pup next year. Oh, I mean, yeah. Well, that, I mean, that's if he gets the surgery, like right away. It's probably better that he sits out this year anyways. He's a running fucking, he's a mobile QB and we don't want guys the next year after the ACL tear. Like, I wonder if he like, I wonder if like now he's up, it's like you've written next time we see him, he's going to be able to top heavy. Like, he's going to get all yoked. <laughs> he could still do fucking, I mean, the torn ACL is for like the running and shit. Like, I mean, he's not going to be lifting 600 pounds or nothing like that, but I it's mean, not that like he true. can't work out his legs. He's gonna be a. He, I mean, he's and and he, I mean, he's a great passer for what it's worth. Yeah. What, what, what helps? He's got that baseball legs. arm, man. He's got that. Yeah. Baseball what, arm. what helps him with his legs too is just the fact that like he's trust. Like okay, he's trusting his, the guys to be on the spot. Otherwise, he can't. I mean, he said that. He he, he said that before because he says it's difficult to see over the linemen and shit. Well, yeah, so he's like, like fucking what five eleven or some shit. I mean, everyone like in front of you is like at least six five. <laughs> Sometimes right. bigger. <laughs> They're all six five, six six. Yeah. Like. I mean, Drew Brees got to get out of the pocket. Drew Brees. Yeah. Drew Brees would be on his on his tippy toes and shit. Or like and he's always and I mean I know he's doing a lot from inside the pocket, but like he's these guys get out of the pocket like they have to just so they yeah. Can that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, so that's where like I feel like it hurts him the most. Yeah, not just because he'll take off and run, but like. But, see, but are we thinking legs. that? But now, I mean, twenty twenty three is gone in my eyes. I'm just saying he's not going to play this year, like at all. I mean, what are we thinking for twenty twenty four? Because after a year of like being off, like he should come back and be solid. Yeah, I mean, you would. I mean, here's another thing too: is like he he'll come back next year. It'll be late in the year. He'll be ready. Do they play him? Maybe not. What if they hold on, right? And you know they're, you know, in the playoff conversation or, or in the hunt. Fuck no! Come on, so, man! Like I'm just saying, well, we've seen crazier things. I mean, who's their backup? Gonna they're gonna bring in someone. Hi, they're gonna bring in someone to play. Yeah, but their whole team is like it's all bad right now. Like the offense and like Hopkins is gonna be out of there. Like I mean, come on. I mean, look at. They they went through and as soon as Kyler Murray went goes hey, down. Hey, clock in the go, house. What up, clock? What up, clock? See, as soon as, as soon as Kyler Murray goes down, right? They ran through Colt McCoy and fucking Frank McSwirly. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Blau, like, right? And then David Blow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're gonna go out and get like Marcus Mariota. Like Val, do you? <laughs> They're gonna go out and get Marcus Mariota or some shit like that. Marcus Mariota is hella expensive. But he's just going to be a one-year. He's going to be a one-year buy. I can see that. I mean, and how expensive? I mean, he signed a two-year 19. I mean, those guys be like seven to 17 and 19 million for a year. Fuck no. He signed a two-year 19 mil with oh, Atlanta. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know it was two years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so hell no. He's like a Jameis. Remember Jay Cuddy? 
his uh-huh. last couple of years, he just kept signing like these 13 million fully guaranteed joints yeah. like one year. Yeah, because he, he knew he knew at any time he could go down to the to line. And go get like 12 or 13 million real quick. Yeah. And uh, Marco said the Cardinals are getting Brady. Fuck no. Why would Brady want to go there? <laughs> Brady's gonna get to pick and choose. He's gonna go to a place that he think is that he thinks is perfect. He's ready to win. Yeah, like a QB away. And like man, oh, like how crazy would it be if he does go like Dan Marino was never able to win it. Okay. You, know, you want to know what's bad? You want to know what's bad for Brady? He can't, he really needs to have the best offensive line or like, or even just, you know, a top five line for, for pass pro. Cause like, yeah. man, all you have to do is hit Brady and get him off the spot. And that's how you beat Brady. That's basically how everyone's ever yeah, and that And that's been the case for him for, you know, ever since he lost to the Giants. Yeah, so it's like, I don't think this just changes, like, of this next team. Like, he's going to be like... I, His arm's like, getting weaker. He's less mobile. Like, all these things are... Father like, why doesn't he look up. at, like... Like, maybe even the Colts, man. Like, I know this. no one's going to say that. I'm just, just a complete hot take, but it's like... You know what I mean? Well, I mean, because I, I don't know. That's what's crazy. I mean, ever since Andrew Luck left, I mean, they were like the team that's supposedly a QB away from the Super Bowl. Their defense is fucking fire. Their offense, everything is, I mean, solid. I mean, even the wide receivers. But there's not, like, you know what there's, you know what there is though? Nothing. There's nothing there as far as like coaching or nothing. There's no structure. Right. Right. Oh. right. So let's just, yeah, so scratch that. That was just hot take right but like i mean how everyone's immediately <laughs> hey what up he said where's the offering plate because he wants another blessing from the cannabis guardian angel <laughs> <laughs> he ran out the motherfucking cannabis out the guardian angel OG. I'm, about, I'm i'm meeting up with hess a little later today i get to smoke it crispy i get to see what all the hype is about bro and uh, man we know that hess uh, we i've already tried multiple strains that came out of hess's yeah. garden and He's got the he's got the thumb, man. He's got the green thumb. Yeah, when I shook Hess's hand for the first time, bro's whole his whole hand was green. <laughs> Wasn't exactly. just the thumb. <laughs> Not even just the thumb. He's <laughs> that good. I think and I Mark- had the Kim. What was it? The fo- something four T four. I, I yeah, what the uh, Tenzine. Is that Tenzine four? There you go. Yeah. We had that, so. and then uh, and then the cherry pie. Yeah. Or it was like cherry something. Georgia pie. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Georgia pie. Georgia pie. And I was yeah. like, okay. Mar- Marco says a QB away. How about the Texans? <laughs> I mean, there are a lot of things away, man. They still need to get a coach. They got to get a coach still, man. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, so people automatically are putting Brady with the Raiders, right? I mean, I, Raiders I like learned. They have a I feel solid. Like he doesn't line. like Josh McDaniels, though. Like, I always remember him. Like, he doesn't like teams day. with bad. He doesn't like teams with bad defenses either. He knows that's what it takes to win. Yeah. And Raiders mm-hmm. have a bad defense. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we see like what what the Chargers tried to do. You can't just buy a fucking defense and throw it together. Yeah, I mean, I'm, we, I'm gonna keep it a buck. I'll take him. I'll take him to my Niners. Fuck it. Like you know what I mean. Like look at Definitely got to be in the cards. I don't give a <laughs> shit what happens. Is it? I, I, I don't care what. Happens, but like it just, it, 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 it just that's just a real thing. Like this is just a real. And, uh, you know what's tough is uh, 
losing this week probably makes it even more likely that uh, that that be a thing because coming off of a Super Bowl win, maybe you're not itching to do things like that. But... No, and I, and I love the Brock. And we're not talking about losing this week, bro. <laughs> 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 they didn't even on me. Don't you wish they didn't even on me, Ricky Bobby? <laughs> All right. And uh, let's see, uh, Marco said if Brady wins a Super Bowl with the Texans next year, he's definitely the fucking GOAT. Yeah, but there's a lot of places he could go because, like, I mean, I talk about the Jets. Mentioned them a few times. I mean, they have a really, really solid squad, you know. I mean, and uh, the defense probably a lot more solid than the offense, but they got young weapons out there. They got a good offensive line. Brees Hall comes back. You know, he's uh, they got a solid run game. Like, they haven't won anything since fucking Joe Namath. Like, uh, like back in the day, his son is in New York. His first son, uh, before he started banging kids out of Giselle. <laughs> no, so, that, you know, that was, you know, part that was part of the like, he was willing to go to the West Coast to be a Niner because it's the West Coast, it's close to yeah. his family. He loved, he grew up a Niner fan, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Right. But then when he was, he said, when he was narrowing it down to Tampa, uh, obviously, Tennessee was a was 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 in play, and then you know, um, you know, but 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 ultimately he goes to Tampa because it was like okay, geographically, he didn't really have to change his life much, right? From where he sees his kid in New York, and then he, you know, what I mean, and then you know, obviously he moves his whole family down to to Florida, so that was you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm like, cause I but I would imagine now. He might throw all that out the window now, huh? Because he's just a swinging, he's just a swinging bachelor now. I mean, yeah, he's a big old goat dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's he's dude, coming off a bad season. Well, not, he, he's not coming off a bad season for himself personally, but it's like it's only gotten worse and worse after that Super Bowl year. You know, I mean, then you lose in the second round of the playoffs, and you lose in the first round of the playoffs. It's like. It's all going downhill for Tommy. Yeah, right? and and he, I think it's already reported that he said he has he has uh, he knows he's not coming back to Tampa. Yeah. So this he's on the move. You know what I mean? Yeah, we already know he's not coming back to Tampa. That team's not primed to win a Super Bowl right now. I know. It's crazy. And you know it's... that's a desi- but that's a desirable spot for a QB. Because yeah. and, and, and for that QB to be uh, relative uh, relevant for us in fantasy, right? I mean, as long as they got uh, Chris Godwin, Godwin and Chris Mike, Godwin Evans, and Mike and, Evans, yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, and you got young Kate Otten, you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, Leonard Fournette's probably done. So like you know yeah. the Rashad White uh, era, quote unquote. Uh oh, does Keyshawn Vaughn make it back? Nah. <laughs> He's still on the roster, right? But like he just keeps yeah. getting healthy scratched every game. <laughs> yeah. Just He's just still waiting for his wrapping, moment. He's wrapping He's had some big moments, wrapping. man. He's had a couple. <laughs> Always against shit. And Marco said to the Packers when Rodgers leaves, fuck no, he doesn't want to go there. Fuck no. <laughs> no. I mean, that's not – the Packers is not a desirable spot. Like, I mean, it's barely a desirable spot when Aaron Rodgers is there. Yeah. It's all bad over there. All bad. Yeah, it's about to be what? Jordan Love or like whoever they go out and draft. 
like this year at uh, at QB. Um. Yeah, that shit sucks. <laughs> yeah. On that note, <laughs> let's get the hell out of here. Yeah, tight ends suck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get tight ends out of your leagues. Uh, just change it around. Make it an extra flex spot. Put tight end premium in there. You heard it here first. Just make sure you give me the credit, you motherfuckers. Don't act like this was your independent idea. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll have some fun with this. And uh, next week we'll finish this off with the season in review with uh, the DLs and the DBs and be on the lookout for the uploads. Peace out, everybody. Peace. Are you ready, Jerry? I'm ready. Just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, wintertime, I'm on the grind. Yeah, I got the ring, I'm the champ. I'm the genie of the lamp. Okay, let's go smoke that joint.